and everybody knows every Tuesday night at 8, another exciting and insightful edition of the MCW cast. I'm Legacy, MCW announcer Larry Legend. And I'm Tara. Welcome to the cast. We... We're a tag team. We are. We're a tag team. At long last, uh, we are in charge of the ship. And uh, hey, I think we, we're going to do a fantastic job because with our experience, there's not any ship in this ocean we can't sail. This is true. This is true. Uh, MCW co-owner Dan McDevitt couldn't join us this evening, um, but he will be back next week. So look forward to that. And um, we're going to be doing some new things, actually, moving forward with the with the podcast to be able to bring you um, people from all across the globe, basically. So um, look for some cool things shaping up with that. And uh yeah. Well, it's season two, as our as our right. uh, director and producer have reminded us. We are a whole year in the bag, in the can of MCW cast. We invite you to revisit a lot of those episodes mm-hmm. uh, as you enjoy the episodes every Tuesday night at eight. And also, if you didn't know by now, Tara, did you run around, run I down all the platforms? Didn't. Well, of course, you can watch the video on Facebook and YouTube, mm-hmm. but you can also check it out wherever you get your podcast content on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio. Public, CastBox, and Pocket Cast. So thank you for subscribing and listening and sharing the content that we make each week for you. You know what one of my favorite parts of MCW and the content that we push out is mm-hmm. all of the exclusive backstage stuff we get at our live yeah. events, like in Galena. That's right. Last Saturday. Yeah, Galena. That was our first time returning to Galena in two years. In fact, our very last show before the big shutdown happened was March 7th in Galena. And we returned two years later on March 5th. Um, So that is a place that we love to help out. Um, It's a volunteer fire company. So we help them out with a benefit show a couple of times a year. And it was just great to be back there. Um, We had a a fantastic crowd, Mm -hmm. lots of new faces, lots of familiar faces. So um, it was really good to return. And I I would say it felt like very much a return to normalcy, just because that's kind of where we left off. And that's where we've returned. So it was it was cool. Yeah. And and also, I just love the turnaround. I mean, literally, the night of the show, content is being dropped yep. right there on our YouTube. So not only enjoying the MCW cast week in and week out through YouTube and Facebook, but also subscribe to our YouTube so you can get all of the backstage exclusive promos and goings-ons of MCW Pro if, in fact, you missed the show. Yeah, and I also want to say that um, if you cannot attend our live events and you want to follow along with what's happening, do follow us on Facebook because um, we will post content throughout the night, as Larry Mm -hmm. mentioned, but one of the things that we do is we'll have interviews when someone wins a match, if someone gets a a title change, um, if there's any kind of content that we think is particularly relevant, you can follow along um, with kind of the play-by-play, and then, of course, in the days following a show, we'll be posting Posting those quick clips so you can check out some of the action there. And um, of course, don't forget about our Flashback Friday. Every yeah. Friday, a new episode drops. And this week's Flashback Friday um, doesn't go too far back in the Flashback uh, time capsule, but we're going to take you back to Autumn Armageddon Tag Wars 2019. Joe Keys and Orange Cassidy. Oh, wow. Yep. Versus Joe Gacy and Luchasaurus. Oh, my gosh. What a cavalcade of stars <laughs> in that contest right there. That's right. You got a little AEW represented, a little WWE represented, Mm -hmm. uh, Joe with the ROH connection, which how about that news about ROH being purchased by AEW? Wow, that I 
I was not paying attention to social media the night that that happened. And then all of a sudden looked down at my phone and saw all of this activity. Mine too. <laughs> it was like, I, I, it almost, uh, you know, kind of we walk this very fine celebrity line. and Because it's niche, you know, not yeah. everybody's into the goings on of all of pro wrestling. Right. But it's events like that where your phone is just like, whoa, oh, oh, what do I think? Oh, oh my God, <laughs> did that happen? You know, right. and you kind of got to put it on pause until you get a chance to even recap. I was at work when that was going on. Yeah, and, you know, for weeks we've been seeing, like, different memes, like, you know, um, so-and-so is all elite. Mm-hmm. You know, so then when you see the one pop up where it says ring ROH is all elite, it's like, oh, okay. But then I was like, oh, wait, that's real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Like, because people have been saying that, you know, the, the things, that kind of content's been shared. But, um, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and... What does that mean? Of course, we have a local connection to Ring of Honor here. Well, we did. We went right. Sinclair Broadcast Group, which is headquartered mm-hmm. right here yeah. in, in Maryland, was their, their owner. But now that they've gone, are they yeah. going to Jacksonville? Is yeah. So many questions. I'm just so curious as to how this is going to play out. Right, right. I mean, you know, there's a lot of ways that they can take this. And, um, you know, I think that I feel much better that AEW bought them than Jeez. if... WWE had bought them. Because they just wanted the tapes. <laughs> right. I, apparently, they just wanted the library of tapes yeah. to r- work into the network or Peacock or whatever. Right. Uh, but no, nothing about the continuing on of the, yeah. the legacy of honor right. that CM Punk and Brian Danielson yeah. and Christopher Daniels forged right. all those years ago at the Murphy Rec Center. So. Yeah. And it definitely seems like Tony Khan and AEW are interested in not just the, you know, a video library that is quite extensive, but also the talent, too. Mm-hmm. So I think that that... Is going to pay off in spades for them and keep the wrestling fans happy. And, you know, I, I was kind of glad to hear that Vince McMahon did not have, you know, a hand in this, actually. It was kind of like, ha, you didn't get this one. Exactly. I remember when, you know, uh, you know, early 2000s when all of a sudden it was just WWE. Mm-hmm. And um, I was working in radio at the time. And, you know, we used to devote an hour of you know, each say each episode to WWE, then an hour to WCW, then an hour to ECW. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that first it was ECW, then, you know, and it was like, okay, well, we're losing an hour here. We're losing, you yeah. know, it's like, okay, now we just have one person to talk about, one group to talk about for three hours. And it was difficult. And so that, that reflected too into, you know, the viewership mm-hmm. and, you know, fans. Yeah. They want to watch the same product just put on different channels every week. Probably not. Yeah. So. We want pe- Pepsi. We want yeah. Coke. We want ginger ale. We want Shasta. Yeah. We want all of those things. I really am um, gotten my fingers crossed that Lucha Underground comes back because I think I that was. I love that. Who didn't? I absolutely, I love that style. I totally love, different. I love like, the telenovela yes. um, vignettes and the soap opera thing. I mean, I grew up, you know, in the 80s. We watched soap operas, mm-hmm, you know. My, mm-hmm. I would get dropped off of the babysitters every day to watch, you know, soap operas yeah. as a kid. And that's what, like, what I grew up on. So I loved that style and just the way that, you know, it kept my interest. So I would love to see Lucha Underground come back. <laughs> I would, too. I got to I gotta say, I'm right with you. The style of, like, kind of, like... You know, storytelling and and camera work and just kind of like not the things that you're used to seeing when you turn into pro wrestling was what attracted me to keep on watching. Mm-hmm. It was it was the alternative. So, who knows what the future holds? Uh, but it, it's very exciting. Pro wrestling hasn't been this exciting in a very long time with just the shifting and yeah. people getting their name changed and people asking for their release and viable options of where people can go. It's it's so exciting. I hope. 
It just continues on forever. Yeah. Well, and you know, we've had some exciting things going on here at MCW2. Uh-huh. And um, that brings me to our guest today, actually. Um, we have joining us shortly is Robert Locke and Portia, and they are representing the trade. Now, if you've been following along with us in recent weeks, this has been a major development in MCW. Well, it's a perfect segue because not only has it been a major development, but all of those backstage segments and kind of like interruptions at the end of the... Yes. Very Lucha Underground-esque. Right. You know, not like something that we've ever seen even Mm -hmm. here in MCW Pro. So I've just been gripped about... You know, the black and white shots, that yeah. voice, that spooky the mask. Yeah, yeah, it's Who's all... behind the mask? And it all came to a head, and we found out that, lo and behold, Robert Locke mm-hmm. is behind it all, and Portia in cahoots with him. That's right. Yeah, formerly of the cartel. So, Indeed. Yeah, we've got a lot of questions for them, actually. So we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to welcome our guests and try to figure out what's going on. Indeed. All right. Stay with us. You already know your child is a wrestling superstar, so give them the chance to prove it by stepping into the ring with the most memorable birthday they will ever have. A party at the MCW Arena is a -a one-of-a-kind experience that gives kids of any age a chance to live their dreams and be a part of the show. Every guest will enjoy the celebration as they make memories that will last a lifetime. So skip the ball pits and trampolines and visit mcwprowrestling.com to sign up for an MCW birthday party today. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, We are here. I am Tara, and this is Larry, and we are joined with our two guests today. We have Robert Locke and Portia. Now, we've been seeing a lot of you lately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, things have taken a very interesting turn here in MCW. Um, We started by seeing some of these disturbing videos. Um, We were a little confused what was happening. They were being sent to us anonymously. Um, Fast forward a couple of months and it's been revealed that the masterminds are right here. Yeah, let's talk about disturbing. Um, You know, I think it's a little bit disturbing that the first time I'm invited to this, the owner can't be bothered to show up. So that's disturbing, that's really cute. And while I do appreciate present company, uh, I find that to be incredibly disrespectful. Um, and very typical of this place and the way this place has treated me. So thanks for that. Oh, uh, well, you know, I assume you're referring to co-owner Dan McDevitt. You know, I I explained at the top of the hour that, you know, he had some important matters to attend to. So I'm I'm sure he was not slighting you. Oh, I feel slighted. You know. So, you know, intentions. I mean, he's working on all these other projects and, you know, sometimes there's business that pulls him away from here, you know. Yeah, he's probably getting his oil changed, you know. Well, something like that. Well, something you know, really it, important. It's not the first time it. also that he's had other things that have torn yeah. him away. We've had other people mm-hmm. that have joined Tara and I. This is the first time it's just you and I. That's true. Um, and that's significant. I see this as a special occasion. And I'm not thinking about Dan really or him not being here. I'm focused on our guest in the studio tonight. As always, I appreciate I your optimism, Larry. That. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> now, you did raise a good point by uh, mentioning that this is the first time you've been invited. And um, you have been with MCW uh, for quite some time, seven years. Wow. So you were you in the first training class when we reopened and launched the training center? So I'm not going to split hairs. I'm going to say yes. I was, okay. I was six weeks following them in uh, a okay. class of two, and the other person quit. 
Okay. As most people do in wrestling school. Well, so I was quickly kind of shuffled into the mix with Joseph and Ken and your, your Leos and yep. Yeah, exactly. So you have <coughs> you have been here. You have been a presence, and we've gosh, I think we've had all of them on the cast already, haven't we? Yeah, oh. you know what? Now that I'm thinking about yeah. it, we should probably start doing some sort of like class photos because imagine if we could like yeah. show those fresh faced. Uh, Students together and then fresh faced. I was thirty when I joined. Oh wow! Hello, <laughs> and I think Ken was also thirty when he joined. So wow! Yeah, we're seasoned gentlemen. Well, fresh faced to the business, correct? Okay, yeah. you know, I think that would be a, a neat thing. And uh, and Portia, around when? Because I was in and out of MCW mm -hmm. for many years. I got my start here, but moved on to different things. And every once in a while, to be able to pop in. When when did you land in MCW Pro? Uh, I was here about two years, three years ago, four years. Three. Oh, wow. See how they <laughs> yeah. blend together? Yeah. <laughs> We've been together five, mm -hmm. so that would put it at four. Three or four. Three or f yeah. All right. Yeah. Four, because I moved Different. in the first year, so four years. She moved in the first year. Yeah. She also, she did train up in Philadelphia yeah, with like Mike Quackenbush. Oh, yeah. Mike Quackenbush. Mike Quackenbush was an MCW staple years and years ago. Oh, yeah. Tara, he cool. is one of the first names that I ever announced as really? a, as a, as a pro wrestling ring announcer. Oh. Mike Quackenbush versus uh, Blind Rage, one oh, of his wow. students. Okay, uh, that was the first match <laughs> I ever announced professionally. So, wow, that's awesome! Okay. I love finding those sort of uh, the I call them the ties that bind. Mm -hmm. You know, in our in our tree of pro wrestling, where you know we've had folks that have come through the hands of Dwayne Gill, you know Desmond yeah. Xavier, and yeah. you know. Uh, Mike Quackenbush, and, mm -hmm. you know, it's like a who's who. Uh, and we unearth those right here on the MCW cast every Tuesday at 8. That's right. Well, I want to go back to <laughs> unearth when <laughs> you know. became, uh, a, uh, when you made your debut, um, you were with the names that you just mentioned, Ken Dixon, Joe Keys. Uh, you were security, in fact. Yeah, we were security yeah. for Ryan we were, McBride because right. we needed a couple of uh, tough, strong young men. Um because he is, I think, even older than I am. So he needed a little support during his time as the king of Maryland wrestling, mm -hmm. and we provided that to him. We made him very, very successful. Um, I'd like to add that, you know, those years for me were very formative with regards to the business of wrestling mm -hmm. and especially MCW because, you know, that was kind of my introduction to what the models of success, uh, excuse me, the models of success look like here, you know, Um you have your Black Wall Streets. You have mm -hmm. your Kings of Maryland Wrestling, uh, the Rehoboth Beach Crew. Mm -hmm. uh, f factions and teams like that really do succeed, and there is strength in numbers. And, you know, over time, I started to just kind of reflect on that, and I decided it was time for me to try that. So that's where we came today. Okay. That, that makes a lot of sense, <coughs> actually, and it, it sounds like a very shrewd business plan. Um, you give off kind of an aura of being such a person um, that, you know, you have business acumen, let's say. And, you know, it, it seems like that's what you're putting on display. So, you know, in my, in my real life, I do have a high level of intellectualism that comes with me. I was an intelligence analyst, United States Air Force for 11 years. Oh, wow. You know, um, <clears throat> I've run a small business. Like uh, I do have a certain level of acumen in that regard. Um, but w when I came here, especially when I left the Kings of Maryland and I set out on my own and then I, you know, teamed with Bobby, 
there, you did get to see another side of me for a little while. And that was an earnest and real side of me. Like I wanted to give what I could to the fans. I wanted to entertain as many people as I could. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I learned this from, from RJ is I went out there and I shook everyone's hand and I thanked them for being there. That was all legitimate and that was all earnest, but mm -hmm. oh, you know, I wasn't invited to the podcast. I wasn't talked about. I wasn't in the highlight reels. And over time, that starts mm -hmm. to that starts to wear on your, you know, that wears on your desire to continue to do that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And I am 37 years old. I don't have the clock is ticking, and Father Time is unbeaten. So I have to start to do things and get things out of this for myself. And I'm going to continue to do that probably till the end of my time. Mm -hmm. So when we had to take a pause on things during the pandemic, um, was, <coughs> this, was this a time when you started to reflect on some of this? Um, you know, where, where did you see yourself going? Absolutely. Um, the, the, the momentum that I had uh, with Bobby certainly kept me on that trajectory. Um, and if, if we had never closed due to the COVID, mm -hmm. um, there's a fairly high likelihood I would have continued to do that. Just inertia being what it is, mm -hmm. right? We get in our habits and we stay, but being forced out of that situation, being forced into isolation to a degree, um, I had to take a hard look out of, I lost two years of doing this. Yeah. I was already a little bit older when I got into it in the first place. So it's like, what am I gonna get out of this on the way out? And I have to get something out of it. So here we are today. And during that time, of course, Bobby, for our fans who don't know, um, you know, he had a baby, moved out of state, you know, so there were some other things that maybe also helped to push in that direction. Yeah, he like he, unlike me, is unwilling to drive from Boston to come come do this Ooh, here. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. you could have carpooled, you know, that's a thing. I don't do that. Okay. I okay. drive myself. I'm an adult man with a <laughs> with a good paying job. I, I know someone else who doesn't I, like to ride with anyone on show days. I don't. I don't <laughs> like to pile into a car with a bunch of other idiots and stop for 50 million bathroom breaks and mm, whatever mm, other interesting snacks. things they find on the side of the road. Uh, no, I drive myself and I see. I handle my own business. Right on. Okay. Well, Portia, the other guest at the table, uh, we established you came around <laughs> four years ago. What led you to the path of uh, going from Quacks up in Philly down to MCW Pro and this guy? Oh, <laughs> yeah. The cause of it all, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would have stuck with pro wrestling there, mm -hmm. uh, but he really put over MCW, and uh, once I got here, I I did love it. So mm -hmm. yeah, I was happy here. Can you can you speak a little bit about your class? Were there any uh, you know, Rob obviously was with Ken Dixon and Joe Keys. Can you remember when you first started up there with Quack? Like who was Oh with Quack? No. Forgettable. Uh, it's okay. Did they did they yeah, have like they, training classes, people. like as formal classes, or was it more of a drop in and train thing? Yeah, they had uh eventually every day of the week almost, except for I think Sunday. They were running a <coughs> class. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, um, and yeah, for as far as anyone that I came in with, nobody you would know. Mm. Was uh that Drew Gulak training up he there? Was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I know yeah. Drew Gulak is. Well, I know a him through CZW. Trainer. You know that's and and indeed, yeah, but I know that his roots really were solidly planted with Quack and that kind of like real graps. Um, and and and, and, and as much. He separated himself from CZW and kind of was a mainstay at the Shikara Russell yeah. Factory, I think it was mm -hmm. called. So. Yeah. I actually met him at both places. Yeah, I, I, that's what I mean. He yeah. was, you know, kind of a figure in both. But I felt like he, 
kind of had CZW as a place to work, but his passion was with the Shakara, uh, you know, family and the roots that, you know, sprung from that tree. So he's a, in reality, he's a pretty playful person. So yeah. I, I can see why that would make sense for him. You know, when you see him on, on you, when you see him bell to bell, he's a hundred percent all business, but he has a quirky sense of humor, I think, that is overlooked by some at times. It's funny you say that because I remember he actually bought a lot of that to CZW. A lot of his, as the champion of CZW, was a lot of kind of like pageantry and, you know, the... Uh, what was it called? It was like commission, the combat it, commission for a new, better combat zone or something. Very like a politician sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's funny because I remember uh, once we kind of got ourselves back up and running, you were doing a lot of like kind of like politicking around the ringside area. This was before the trade was revealed, and you were kind of the, the you know nucleus of that. You were doing a lot of like before the show started, just coming out and shaking hands mm-hmm. and walking through the crowd. And I used to think to myself, what is Rob doing? Like. What is this? That so that's actually something that wasn't a gimmick or a bit. That was something that RJ taught me. Is mm-hmm. like you walk up to a fan, you look him in the eye, you shake him, and you thank thank them for being there because you know. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I'm not her so much, but you know, despite despite the let's say resentment that's brewed up in me since then, like. There, without them, there is no us at the end of the day. They yeah. need to come and they need to show up for the shows. They need to buy the tickets. They need to buy the merch. Otherwise, we can't run a show. So, you know, when I would thank them, that wasn't a gimmick. That was my legitimate and earnest feelings towards the situation at the time. So. I see. Well, it's yeah. very unique uh, to see uh, a wrestler. It just kind of gets the gears turning in your head. Like, honestly, and this is specifically from someone who tries to stay out of other people's affairs. I was thinking, like. Is Rob, like, not booked on the shows and he's, like, kind of being, like, a MCW Pro Goodwill Ambassador? Like, that's what I – I was thinking, like, is he trying to make an impression on he who is not here with us right now? That, hey, I am a viable option. I am here and dedicated to this, so use me? That's just kind of what I was processing as I was seeing that. And mm-hmm. uh, may- Maybe if it was now that would be the case, but at the time I don't believe I was that callous that I would offer an, a hand like that and not be earnest about it. So okay. now maybe a little bit different. He was definitely much more happy-go-lucky <clears throat> then. Yeah. 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 He was genuine. Yeah. Okay. It's interesting, okay. yeah. Well, you know, if I think back to some things, if I'm reflecting for a minute, I'm thinking back to the birthday parties, and you were uh, very much a fan favorite there, and you, you know, always led the introductory spiel. And if I'm thinking about this, you'd always throw a line in there about, you know, if you don't follow the rules, we're gonna make, we're gonna kick you out, and you know, make you sit in the car and have some smooth jazz playing. And you know, I always laughed at that. Kids are very threatened <laughs> by smooth jazz. I, I, I was as a kid. I'm I like, laughed <laughs> at it, but now after seeing some of the recent events, I'm thinking, oh, I feel like you might have actually followed through and made some poor children listen to smooth jazz if the situation called for it. In a metaphorical sense, I already have. I I am now seeking to, because I was not appreciated the way I feel like I ought to be, Um, I'm taking things away from people. And that's what that was. Mm -hmm. That was a reflection of that. If if, If you don't participate the way you're supposed to participate, I will take things away from you. And that is the exact situation we're in now. Yeah. No more monkey flips, no more A's, no more call and response, no more glad handing anybody. That's done. I'm done. I'm tired. I'm tired of getting sick every time I come to these stupid shows. I'm physically and mentally exhausted. 
I have to get something out of this, and that's what I'm going to do. And you're going to keep hearing me say that because that's the point that I'm trying to drive home on this Dagub podcast. Okay. Wow. Trying not to curse. I am professional <laughs> after all. I mean, we can slide a few in there. Just, you know. Yeah, our director is a <laughs> good job of first. Br- yes. br- <laughs> we, brushing We can brushing get a couple through. in there. Yeah. You know, we, can, we, we don't want to uh, uh, repeat, you know, of the, <laughs> the Enzo cast. The Enzo podcast was extremely colorful. Who's you, that? And, uh, well, well I, then. <laughs> I'll tell you this much. Um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the recruiting of the members of the trade, because if you want to talk about two hungry young lions, you got them on either side of you. And don't forget about classic Eric Martin. How did you assemble all three of those individuals, along with the lovely Portia, to kind of be your, your, your army? Well, go back and watch the shows, Larry. I mean, you, what you see is you see you see a series of people who are underappreciated, underutilized, and undervalued, yet still universally regarded as having some degree of talent, right? Miles is undeniable. Mm-hmm. I actually taught him in the beginner's class when he first got here. I taught him his arm ringers, his headlocks. I taught him where to put his feet. But beyond that, that kid's got talent. But who do we talk about every day? We talk about our action Andretti's. He's, a, he's the idiot we put on the posters. True, yeah. Right? So he's not, that's not a hard recruit. I can give you something. You want to be second fiddle to this guy or do you want to be tag team champions? So I gave him that. Okay. Right? Killian, he's a tough little SOB. Yeah. Right? He works up in Delaware constantly. He works up in New Jersey mm-hmm. constantly. Like, he was hungry. He kept showing up. He was yep. at those birthday parties almost as much as I was. He Indeed. drove down here every time. Yep. When did he get booked? Three years of doing that? Yeah. That's that an easy true. recruit. And the talent's there. Eric Martin trained with ROH. Mm-hmm. You know, your Joe Keys, talented individual. Your Dante Caballeros, talented individual. They got a lot of attention for going up there. Eric, not so much, but he deserved every bit of it. Mm-hmm. He's a tall, powerful kid. So there was a lot there. There was a lot of talent there, but there was that seed. There was that seed that I could use. There was that resentment. And I just saw something that no one else saw, apparently. So maybe the talent was there, but people weren't seeing it necessarily in I the light so. that they showed the way that you were. Okay. Exa- no, exactly. That's and that's and that, in a way, is the common thread. And, you know, I, I don't think people realize my ability to plan and execute is very strong. And so I set out, once we started to come back, I set out on this plan. And look where we're at. Okay. We've almost knocked the cartel into dust. Th- I have I- the current tag team champions under my wings. I have the blank check. I can do anything I want this with that. Do, do I want to be Rage check? TV champion? I might. Do I want to be MCW champion? You're damn sure I want to do that. Okay. Maybe I'll be tag team champions. Maybe I'll just do that by myself and be the first one ever. I can do anything I want right now. And I have, I have the muscle and the ability to do it. All right. Well, Rob, you brought up the cartel just a minute ago. And actually, that was what I wanted to um, bring up to Portia. So you spent a considerable amount of time with the cartel. Um, And I would say you were perhaps not uh, given the opportunity to speak um, as we've seen lately from you. And, um, you know, kind of what was going on there? What kind of led to this? Because you've got a lot to say now. No one can deny that. Well, I've, always, I've always had a lot to <laughs> say. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm sure that you have. Um, but maybe we didn't see that as much with the cartel. So can we um, talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, definitely. Uh, have you seen the promos from the cartel? The Diaz? 
uh, Diego. There were a lot of third members I, in, yeah, that, in that tribe. All of those well, guys all wanted to say stuff. Okay. And but they all yet had nothing to say. They had nothing to say. Mm. Nothing. I mean... I mean, did you kind of feel like you were just another pretty face with them? I mean, you know, maybe they weren't giving you the time that you needed. I wouldn't say a pretty face, uh, but I definitely didn't have time for me. Okay. Well, you know, it's sometimes when you have these large factions, not everybody gets equal time. I mean, I've been a member of several large factions here in MCW myself, like the Rehoboth Beach crew, like you mentioned. I mean, I think at one point in time, there might have been 12 people in that faction. <laughs> um, so, you know, that does sometimes happen when you are part of a group that not everybody gets the same amount of time. Um, but, you know, what... Was all of this kind of running in your head? Like, did you see that there was something outside the cartel that could be better for you? How did you know, this? I was happy when we had gold. Mm. And when we lost all the gold, I started looking around at who had gold and who had momentum because mm. we had lost all of ours. Okay. When you get your quarterly balance reports for business mm -hmm. and you see a lot of red on that, you start looking for other work. Okay. So Wait. another business <laughs> analogy. All yeah. right. Well, you know, it does seem like you are conducting this like a business transaction. Um, we're going to take a quick break, actually. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about, uh, you know, what you plan. Uh, let's let's hear your business plan, so to speak, and for the future and, um, you know, what, what we're dealing with right now. So stay with us and we will be right back after this short break. Show your support for the MCW cast while sporting some great gear by going to teespring.com slash stores slash MCW cast. You can pick up a full line of official MCW cast merchandise from coffee mugs and face coverings to t-shirts and sweatshirts. Visit teespring.com slash stores slash MCW cast. All right. We are back live in studio with our guests, Portia and Rob Locke. Rob, uh, one thing that I wanted to call out, and I actually noticed this when we were at the, uh, what is it, FPX Theater? Uh, oh, yeah, at East lot, Point. Yeah, at East mm -hmm. Point. Uh, the mask that you've put on since... Uh, mask or mask? Mass. Well, I was, I was saying, oh, like, you know, okay. the, 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 the weight you put on, very good and wearing it well, um, you kind of look like a boss compared to the rest of the guys. Like, you just look like, almost mm -hmm. like RJ. Uh, you know, uh, RJ asked when you were standing on the outside of the ring and kind of like directing traffic. And I will note that you slid into the ring when you were fighting the cartel to pick up the pieces at the end and get that pinfall. But, uh, yeah, I, I just wanted to commend you on it and, and ask you, had you been doing any work specifically to kind of grow into that boss-like status that you, you're kind of displaying these days? Well, um, I did change some things um from a physical training perspective, to, to be very real, um, there was a point where I was coming here and I was doing training Monday, or not Monday, Tuesday and Thursday, mm -hmm. and then I would do birthday parties on the weekends and shows on the weekends. So there would be points, you know, sometimes on the weekends where I'd, I'd, I'd wrestle like 36, 37 times a month. Wow. You know, and <laughs> you know, it, it's just a birthday party, it's just a birthday party. It was, uh, so those bumps what? add up. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah. So bumps. It, there would be times where I, where I would come home and I would look at her and I'd, she'd be like, are we going to the gym today? And I'd be like, not today. I need a day off. And one day sometimes turns into two days because of unfortunate, you know, yeah. life gets in the way. And I wasn't going 
uh, I wasn't going to the gym and lifting quite as heavy and quite as diligently as I used to. And now, you know, I don't, I don't live here anymore. I live in Boston. All I have is my job and, you know, I have my job in the gym. So I've mm -hmm. just, I've been going to the gym five and six days a week. Uh, I've been watching what I eat and it, it being able to heal and do what I used to mm -hmm. do before I came into this business, which I used to work out twice a day when I was in the air force, I'd do cardio in the, in the mornings and calisthenics. And then in the evenings I'd lift weights for like an hour and a half. And I weighed 230 then and I got into this and I dipped down your, you know, your, your 215s for a couple of years because just you can't get in the gym quite as often as you want because you're, getting, see, you're yeah. getting your ass kicked. Right. So yeah, no, I appreciate that. I've been putting a lot of work into it. Uh, I pay a lot of money to go to a very nice gym and I'd like to take full advantage of that. <laughs> Yeah, I like I like the okay. look of the trade. Uh, everybody's very lean, very fit. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, you you kind of trimmed all the fat with your uh, faction. Not to say anything negatively in regards to Black Wall Street or the cartel, but right. when you look at the trade together, it's just like um, glorious. Oh, that uh, that means a lot coming from you, Larry. I appreciate that. Oh well, you uh, know I'm going to tell you the truth <laughs> yeah, about yeah. the way it looks. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you know uh, I I made the team. That team wasn't foisted upon me, and I selected people that right. resembled something looking like real athletes. So it's just a matter of, uh, let's say, uh, natural selection. Wow. Okay. Very insightful. Just taking the bull by the horns and and molding it into your your future endeavors, as it will for uh, for MCW Pro. Mm -hmm. A lot can be learned by watching you, Rob. Yeah, I hope so. Well, I want to ask you both. Um, I'll start with you, Portia. Are you? actively scouting or keeping your Ooh. eyes on anybody else that we have here at MCW or maybe outside MCW that you would like to see here that could potentially be part of the trade. Yes. Okay. But I also said I was going to start with Portia. So. I'm not really looking elsewhere. <laughs> I'm pretty happy where I'm at. Okay. So you're not yeah. looking to actively recruit uh, anyone or. Know, there is someone around that I, I think could possibly replace someone but oh my whatever. oh replacements oh this is an exclusive okay. here okay, okay. So i just you know i you're I prying is what you're uh, doing well, you're so you're you're, you're no. prying so for clarity for clarity i could aggravate it easily though so okay um, <laughs> portia is the loudest voice with regards to what my plan looks like mm -hmm. by a mile um and she is very discretionatory with who she likes to recruit and who she likes to keep around. Mm. A calculated and businesswoman. Yes. She also prefers to keep people on their toes. Okay. From a managerial perspective. Well, that makes sense. That so. makes sense. So it's safe to say that you're both keeping your eyes open, but do not have immediate plans to say expand the trade or replace anyone or anything like that. So you're keeping your eyes open. Would that be fair to say? It's fair. Okay. I've got a great follow-up, if you okay. don't mind me yes, interjecting. So right now, I see the trade existing right here in MCW Pro, doing big things mm -hmm. in regards to you know, the Tag Team Championship. Who knows what the future holds? Is the trade going to travel as a unit and make impacts in other maybe Delaware, Maryland, uh, Virginia mm -hmm. companies? Or are your goals primarily right here in MCW Pro? MCW is the best in the area yeah. So yeah. if those opportunities, if, if I see value in doing those opportunities and going to those places, I will go and I will take the team with me. Right. No question. 
but I've been around the block, Larry, and you've been around oh, the yeah, block. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to be real frank with you. I don't like Absolutely. wrestling in front of 30 people for $20 mm-hmm. and a, at a boy. Okay. Right? So, so no so, DJ Hyde. Maybe a hot yeah. dog. <laughs> I, I had to say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean. It's, it's for the exposure, man. Yeah, not these days. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute, uh, but. Right. And I've, I've said it before. I'm not a young man. Right. Right. I have little to no patience for the the carny that oh, comes and apologize. No, that's, 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 that's the best way to describe it. Honestly. That comes along with independent wrestling. Like I'm, I'm a long ways away from having the desire and the time to wanting to, you know, drive to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, to wrestle in front of 14 people in a, every match is a cage match match because they don't have a ring crew to pull the damn thing up and pull the damn thing wow. down. And that's actually, I know that's that's that is a, a real fact. Thing. That is accurate. Yeah. It's a real thing to happen it's to me and things. Joe and Ken. So um, every match is a cage a, match. Every <laughs> match is a cage match because they, they didn't know how to take take the damn thing apart. So those those days like those days are behind me, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I didn't have much of an appetite for it when I was doing it. Yeah. So if there's a good opportunity and there's 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 money involved, absolutely, this thing will go on the road, right? But got to pay up, and I'm not going to hurt myself for fifteen the enjoyment of fifteen people or missing the majority of the teeth in their mouths, right? Okay. That is, that is the lay of the land. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the times. I mean, even to this day, you know, I, I travel places, but sometimes I'll get down to Tennessee and it's like 35 people. And I'm like, why? Uh, yeah. 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 I'm going to have to your like. time is worth more than that, Larry. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. let's, let's, let's talk even about that more these days. I think that whole scheme is dying. That whole, you know, indie wrestlers getting out and going and working all these places. When you have somewhere like AEW right now, I mean, how many people from the school? Coach Pat's been uh, been on there. Miles has been on there. Yeah. Like how many, how many people from MCW have been on AEW Dark? Half, yeah, half Several. dozen. Yeah, ha- about dozen yeah, yeah, at least a half dozen. So, at least. So yeah. why on earth? Uh-huh. Why on earth, with the experience and talent, the undeniable talent that I have, why would I go and do that when I could call them up and re- get a shot and a chance at the, the followers, the attention, the prestige with them? If I get in there once. That's that's like a hundred indie bur- bookings worth of attention. True. It's just an economy. It's an economy issue. Why would I ever do that again? That is a that is a valid point. Um, yeah. You know, some hearing that might that might rub people the wrong way. Um, but you know, certainly from a business point of view, that makes a lot of sense. We all have talked about it before. Having a bump card, and you know, it's it's not infinite. It you know there there is a shelf life, and um, it does seem like a very prudent choice to you know be extremely choosy in what you do. Yeah, I just remember it was always so hard on those few occasions that I was an extra for WWE <laughs> to leave that catering. And to think, like, <laughs> wow, if only we had something like this, you know, whenever I'm doing shows other places where there's, like... Well, we do have something well, like Well, we that. do. <laughs> yeah, we do <laughs> here at MCW. Yes, but, you know, yep. around, Shout out to Ref they Beck. Don't have Indeed, yeah. 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 <laughs> she brings the goods. But, yeah, I just uh, to, to kind of piggyback off of, off of that, it's like, you know, it's like, why would I put myself through going to the middle of Bumble, you know where, and... You know, all they have is a vending machine. Like, literally, they put quarters in the vending machines to if get 25, lucky. you know, yeah. yeah. And then resell it a dollar ba- a bag of chips. And it's like, mm-hmm. even on the show, you got to pay. You know, yeah. it's like. But, you, you know, and 
look, there's bonding things that occur during that. You sure, know, I've yeah. made I've made lifelong friends going on going on those tours, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But just the, this day and age, um, grown man, I have a grown man job. You know, I don't I don't need anyone to get where I want to go in life. I am where I want to be, and I'll do what I want. Please and thank you. Okay. Speaking of do oh do no me or you you got okay. you got. I was say, speaking of doing <laughs> what you want. Um, who is next on your horizon? Um, I we just saw you at Galena a face, Greg. Excellent. Who do you have in mind that is worthy of your presence in the ring? Who is worthy of you know punching your bump card? Well, I'm like I'm liking the way Ken Dixon looks right now. That's for damn sure. I knew okay. that that was going to be on your list. How Just could go I say straight to else? the heavyweight title. How could I say anyone else? Okay. Well, you, you do know? have the blank check. I do have the you blank know, check, and I can come at him whenever I feel like it. Correct. I'm going to see how things pan out between him and the old Brian Johnson. Mm-hmm. That's a really cute thing that's happening right now. So let's see what happens with that. Okay. And then I'll make my move when I'm ready. Okay. And Portia, how about you? Um, The MCW women's division has expanded exponentially, um, you know, since we've come back from the pandemic. Is this where we could look for you to make a similar mark? I would love to fight Gia again. Okay. Yeah, any day. All right. What about um, one of our newer uh, additions to the roster, um, Erica Lee? Yeah, she doesn't have the title. Right. Mm. Well, yes, I know, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, she has proven to be a she's worthy competitor here. But not worth. Uh, is that she, because she doesn't have gold? She's not you, worth it. She looks very fun to beat up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She looks well very fun. All right. You know, and and just because she doesn't have the title now doesn't mean oh, I, w- I wouldn't know, mind fighting her. But if I had okay. to choose, all right, Gia. Okay. So I guess essentially what you're kind of calling to, you know, the championship committee and maybe our yeah. social media team is a rankings. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember the old pro wrestling rankings? You would go to the end of Pro Wrestling yes. Illustrated. You would see who the champion was, and then yeah. you'd have like right under their name wins and losses, wins and losses. <laughs> and, you know, you know kind of a little write up. Yes, yeah. Actually. So mm-hmm. uh, just to put things into perspective, because I could see. Erica being a notch in your belt on the way to Gia is kind of what I yeah. think you were you were getting at. But yeah. as far as like who you have your eyes set on, it's the champ. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and I have beaten her before. And this that's is true. More than enough of a reason to why you want, want to get your, your claws you. into Thank her you. again. Okay. You guys are seeing a theme here, correct? I mean, with, with regards yes. with regards to where our strategic vision lies, um, I'm not in the business right now of settling uh, personal squabbles, mm. okay. right? If if Portia thinks Erica Lee is a clown and would like to beat her up, that's all well and good, right? But you can't put a win over Erica Lee across your waist, right? Oh, you can't yeah. take a pretty picture with it. It gets you no publicity in a mm-hmm. sense. So we are keeping our eyes on the prize. We're not settling personal squabbles. There's no room for it and it's a waste of our time. Is that okay. fair, Miss Tara? That, I'm not undercutting your point. No, You've been that a very is, lovely uh, host. So that far. is a, a a very thorough explanation. I mean, and it does make sense. You know, uh, just go straight for the gold or the silver. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's again a very strong business strategy. It, could so. we do something in the state of Maryland where on one side of the ring we had 
Robert Locke and Portia, and on the other side we had Gia Scott and Demarcus Kane. Ooh, I, think so. I would like that very much. I guess it would have to be Portia and Gia could only be true. in the ring with one another, like a kind of the old school. Mm. I don't want to say that word, you know, the That's word. That's how they do it now in WWE. Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. see it. I'm yeah. just hearing your goals, mm-hmm. how convicted you are, and also thinking about when you just said like it's an it's an it's a status symbol to be taking that picture. Yeah, I remember Gia and Demarcus just took co-pictures holding up brand new. They look really good. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the Rage TV title, would that be worthy? It would absolutely be worthy. It's a big shiny thing I can put around my waist, right? This is true. Yes. And it's it's brand new. It's brand new. Yeah. Yeah. It's very shiny. New one. Ah. Very nice. Okay. I mean, I... You're I might have an in with the championship committee. Yeah, yeah we could we could discuss this at our next meeting. Um, I want to see it. If you're going to discuss something, okay, at the next committee meeting, yes, it's going to be Ken Dixon. Okay, it's going to be Ken Dixon. But again, just like I said but with you Portia, know. you may have to. You know, we have a president. Uh, exactly. You know, a general manager. General should manager, I say Phil the president Stamper. of a? He a, does a, have some input. He's on the championship committee with me. I'm not going to at this point. I have a blank check. I'm not going to derail your best laid plans. I'm still waiting for my opportunity. I, I and I was just throwing that out there. You really got the gears turning in my head when you mentioned that that, mm-hmm. that is a status symbol to be standing there with that yeah. belt. And I thought to myself, wait a minute. They're, Demarcus they're and Gia just took yep. pictures yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So just sowing a little seed for the championship committee, if you will. And for the record, <laughs> for the record, I really like what Demarcus Kane is doing right now. I really like the direction he has taken himself. I like the way he's reinvented himself. It very much appeals to my sensibilities. So. I can see that. Mm. There, it's you know, um, he left a faction, he you sure know, did. and left um, him in the dust, making his own mark. Um, and I would say that Gia Scott also has a bit of a chip on her shoulder as well. And the two of them seem like they're taking that energy and it's certainly paying off in dividends for them because they've both recently acquired titles. Um, Mm -hmm. But I can see why he he would appeal to your sense. And he also beat the piss out of Boom Hayden, which anyone who does that just... (laughs) I saw that MC tickles my ribs. <laughs> that quick clip. <laughs> yeah, that the whole was match was clip. pretty much fit into the quick clip. That's this uh, is true. Yeah, short work. I mean, of them. it was quick, but I probably could have done it a little quicker. Ooh, all right. <laughs> well, um, I may have been having fun. Now, you real quick. Uh, I know we're getting oh. kind of to the end of our time with uh, our guests. You said you're in the Boston area now. You, you you're both living up up New England. Any opportunities with like uh, chaotic or beyond or anything up there that you were exploring? Or I haven't really looked at it yet. I'm currently enjoying my time to myself. Nice. Uh, as we discussed earlier, right. like I've gotten my body back to a point where I I feel like I'm in good shape. I'm not going to go up and get dropped on my head by a bunch of really fast young kids. And that is exactly what chaotic. I understand. I've never really been there, but uh, be correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I just had spent a little time in New England myself, so I know that it's a hotbed in a lot of regards for, like, it, oh, you can go here, you can go there, you can go here. It like, is. So. And, I, you know, you look at you look at places like Beyond and the following that they have, and that's just an undeniable thing that it's it's on the table. Uh, will I do it? Who knows? I'm always on the look for a new opportunity. But I like where you're going, Larry. You're, you're, you're really okay. s- moving the conversation along very nicely. Well, and in directions that I like very much. I kind of fantasy book. I never really tell people <laughs> my ideas. But on this platform, it's kind of like we can just kind of postulate, whoa, what would happen if we saw 
Robin a rich holiday, you know, someone who uh, I think would be a, a, another just great marquee match to I think in terms of Mortal Kombat, you know, when you pick Sub-Zero and Scorpion and then you have that, mm-hmm. like, fight panel screen where they're both just yeah. like, we're going to tear yeah. into each other. When I when I fantasy book, that's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. I want to see, you know, type like Rich Holiday who's, uh, you know, making waves up in New England and a Robert Locke and just who's going to win at the end of this battle. So, yeah, I do that. That's one okay. of the things that I do, so... It sounds right. like you got a promoter's future in, future in your. Uh... Well, <laughs> I uh, I see the gray hairs, and I'm not going to say <laughs> of who I see, but I I have seen I've seen promoters expand in the wayside, you know, because you know business is going good. Are you talking about anyone specific there? He looks like he's <laughs> thinking of somebody very it's specific. A, it's actually, it's Larry works. Larry works so yeah. many places. Yeah, I've seen them go bald, yeah. like li- like slowly that becomes more, and then the next thing, wow, you don't have any hair or, or gray. You've you know? probably seen ones where everything's going along just great, and then all of a sudden closed up shop. Yeah, you know? disappeared. Yeah, disappeared you know? when then, you know. I've have a couple successful shows and then just close the doors. I'm off to Indiana. Yeah, yeah, know, that happens so. too. That does. Well, um, you know, we've got a lot of things happening as well. Um, our next time that we're going to see our live crowd is March 19th. That's and right. we will be seeing you there as well. You absolutely um, will. So this is March 19th in Parkville, making our debut actually at Tall Cedars. Um, Tall Cedars is no stranger to wrestling in the local area, but it is when we will be um, making our mark on it. I can't believe that the day has come that we are kind of expanding into that that area of Maryland. I'm just sad that I lived literally down the street from (laughs) there for 20 years. Like I could walk there, and now I've moved away from there, and it's like, I know, what the odds right all these years wrestling has literally been on my back well front doorstep and uh i've i've left that but anyway i'm still is that what you call what they used to do there well they would hold events that they called wrestling let's let's be clear about that wrestlers were there i know adam cole was there quite a bit actually you know wrestlers Um, were there we've been i've been there yeah wrestlers have been there yes but um i don't want to (laughs) i don't want to dwell on that but we will be you know making our debut in just um a couple of weeks so march 19th you can still get tickets for that we've got some great seats um in addition we'll be seeing you both of you there um, you know, we, we haven't released what will be taking place there, but um, uh, the championship committee's got some things we're working on. So rest assured. Aren't, aren't formerly known as Hit Row? Yes, I was be? getting to that next. Oh, yes, so go yeah, for it. Okay, yeah. yeah, I was excited about that. I'm actually really, really sad because I've got to miss the March 19th show. Uh, I have a show in New Jersey that I committed to Boo. all the way last Boo. year. Boo. I know, I Boo. know. So I'm sorry, I won't be in attendance, but yeah. I saw that we have Hit Row. Yes. B-Fab and Tahuti, our, our, yes. you know, I don't know what his name is. T- in well, he was Tahuti Miles when he was here. And he I think was he goes r- by Jenkins McGillicuddy now. He, mm. No, it's no. a Shanti, no, it's a Shanti the Adonis. <laughs> when you did that uh, little alliterative <laughs> funny, it jostled my mind. It's a Shanti the Adonis right, is what he right. is now. You know, and he was really just starting, you know, to... Uh, 
make uh, make an impact here in MCW when he left. Yeah. So, you know, and then it seemed like he was just starting to make an impact, get moved up to the main roster. And then that didn't work out so well. So uh, we're thrilled to see Tahuti return. He is a, you know, a Maryland native anyway. um, So it's exciting to see him military background as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's he's a nice guy. He really. Yeah. yeah. So actually we should get him on the podcast. What is behind that? He's a nice nice guy. That's all I have to say about him. Okay. He's a really nice guy. So if you want to get tickets to see Hit Row or Robert Locke or Porsche or, you know, any of um, any of our MCW core roster, the cartel, you know, G-Fed, Ryo, Patton, Odin, you know, we've got lots of... Shane Shamrock Memorial Cup winner, Action Andretti? Yes, of course. Um, You know... We have a lot have to a offer, lot. and you can still get great tickets for that. So I want you to go to mcwprowrestling.com. You can get your tickets right there. Um, we also have our local ticket outlet at Hideaway Collectibles, where you can get not only your tickets, but all the cool collectibles. I think they've got over 1,500 Funko Pops, so if you're into that kind of thing. I hear there's a new Big Boss Man toy. I want to go in there. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, you know, they, they re-release the legacy, uh, you know, characters and players, and there's a new oh. Big Boss Man toy someone sent me. I want to... Okay. Copper okay. SWAT. A SWAT. Uh, yeah, so SWAT, yeah. That is located in lovely Dundalk, right on Hollibird Avenue, down the street from Jimmy's Famous Seafood, which you never know who's going to be dropping in there. Whenever talent um, is in town, that is the destination to go yeah, there. She was just there last week yep. or something, right? I J- saw. John knows everyone, but he's got great food there. and Hall um, of Famer Rikishi. You know, yeah. yeah, and also I want to throw out something else. Uh, there are... Uh, wrestling trivia events what? that John does at Jimmy Seafood. Actually, not just wrestling. They, he does lots of different ones. Like, they've done the Office trivia. They've done Star Wars trivia. But just recently, they had um, wrestling trivia there. And oh, wow. so, that is also something you can check out. John is a, a great friend of the MCW family. And you can go to their Facebook page and see all of their upcoming events. And m- we do have some of our MCW stars who do go to these events. Yeah, a lot of us are on the wall. Yes. You go in there and you yep. see the wall of fame. I see a lot of MCW. Uh, yeah. So and I'll even give right a shout there. out to the winners of the last trivia contest. I, if you go on their Facebook page, you will see some familiar faces, some of our longtime fans and some um, people on the MCW roster. So just a lot of cool things. Baltimore is a great town for wrestling. Always has been, always will be. But yeah, so get your tickets. MCWProWrestling.com. Hideaway Collectibles on Albert Avenue or HideawayCollectibles.com. And would you like to throw out any social media handles that you have? Follow me on Instagram at RobertLockPhD. Perfect. All right. And Borsha, you're you're not on anything, are you? Not really posting anywhere. Okay. Okay. So you gotta you gotta be here okay. to see Porsche. I respect that. I do too. It's hard in this day and age. You gotta you, know? you gotta pay a ticket to see Porsche. Okay. I fair like enough. that business. <laughs> the business. All right. Well, this has been an enlightening time, and uh, we want to thank all of our listeners. And you want to take us out, Larry? Sure. For the lovely Tara, the heart of MCW, Robert Locke, PhD, and Porsche. I'm Larry Legend. We'll see you back here next Tuesday at eight for another edition of the MCW Cast. You, you play, 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 play.